And now for part two of The Unexplained, The Hawk. Listen, every time he veers off, I'm just going to stop and I'm going to stay on the trail and wait till he veers back correctly and then I'll continue to follow him. But every time he goes off trail, I'm just going to stop. And I'll stop by Jack because I trust Jack. Yeah, Carla's watching everything happen and she's kind of going to favor the Jack's route. And I'll stop as well because I look like Conan on the Wheel of Pain while I'm slogging through the woods with my (laughs) backpack on. I have a... (laughs) Like a Victorian era English adventurer's outfit on with big pockets and those flared out pants like I'm going to be riding a horse. You, you have a pith helmet, don't you? I do have a pith helmet, but I'm wearing a broad brimmed hat oh, okay. because uh, it goes with the ascot and my walking stick, which looks like a Lord of the Rings replica. And do they all look brand new and never been used before? Well, everything but the hat the ascot and the adventurer's outfit because I wore that last time we were in the woods and it still smells a little like a burning Johnny Parkour. <laughs> yes, yes. It's tough to get out of your clothes. No matter how many times I've washed it. I suggest Dawn. <laughs> I was wondering where that smell was coming from. Yes, that's uh, my friend Johnny, unfortunately. I got most of it out, but it is still rather... You don't have to sniff it again, though, okay? Uh, yes. After you let Chris go off and then you stop and then he comes back, uh, he, he finally sort of gives up and lets you lead with, with, without saying anything. He just sort of starts taking your lead. Then I will take the front and I will begin heading out and follow the tracks. So, yeah. All right. So, you, so, you're, uh, so you're traveling along. First day's journey is pretty uneventful. You hear birds, you see and hear small critters. Um, it's all pretty standard New England woodland critters. Nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Eventually you're getting towards later in the day uh, when you can see that the sun is heading heading down to into the west and the and the shadows are starting to stretch b- between the trees. You also realize that you're smelling the approaching swamp and that uh, standard, uh, very uh, recognizable uh, swampy smell. It's starting to get to a point where you think you're going to be getting to wet areas soon. And after dark might not be the best time to, to, to encounter that. You guys have been traveling pretty much all day. I'll look for a, a high spot away from water hopefully with a, a few trees, and that way we can set up our tents and uh, set up a fire ring. Get you know, I'm going to look for a, a nice area to camp in, or at least a decent area to camp in, before we get into the swamp proper. Okay, yeah, it's not hard to find such a place. And uh, to, to be honest, it's, it's, there, there are hills and stuff. There, there are the occasional, um, you know, big rock that was left by a glacier a long time ago. Stuff like that, but yeah, you you can you can find yourself a, a, a bit of a rise that had that has a couple trees on it, and uh, you can you can make your camp. Okay, I'll start setting it up. So I'll lay down a couple stones, you know, for the base of it to I'll make a, a nice safe fire, so we're not gonna have to worry about chasing a wildfire behind us. And get it, my uh, my hammock set up, 
And if anyone asks, I will point out an area for them. But in most cases, I'll just let them go about their own business because it's fun to watch. Okay. So you do that. You've got yourselves a camp and you settle in. Is there anything anyone wants to do? Yes. I am going to place down a Pukwudgie habitat. I've managed to secure a couple display tents. You know, those miniature ones that they put on top of the shelves at Walmart. Okay, yeah. I'm going to pitch an extremely small tent. I'm going to knock the little, little like, stakes in with a ridiculously small hammer that makes a tick, 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 tick noise that grates on your your very soul and uh i'm going to pitch that puckwudgie habitat unzip it so the puckwudgie can get in if he needs to and uh throw a granola bar and some dried apples in there awesome and then i'm going to very clumsily try to climb into my hammock falling down a few times as i do so and um I'm going to um, set up some night vision cameras around the tent. Yeah, try to get all four corners of our area, uh, pointing outwards. You know, at each corner, I'll try to have them at a diagonal. I'll just try to get as much of the center and then much to the center of the other side and do that with all four sides. Now I'll put them up on the tripods. All right, sounds good. Jeffrey's uh, tent, as he sets it up, has a uh, clear <laughs> top to it. It's giving very homemade vibes. Uh, but he needs to be able to see the sky at any point during the night. So he's makeshifted his tent so that he can do that. And All he right. takes a selfie with it or <laughs> the dusk sets so that way he can post it to his UFO blog. Awesome. <laughs> While Scott's setting up all his equipment, I'll, I'll stand uncomfortably close behind him. <laughs> I told you, you don't need to be so close. What if what if you need my assistance? Well, for that, if, since you're eating, I'm going to just reach over, take his bag of chips, and I'm going to pour some into my hand. Help yourself. <laughs> like right in his ear. <laughs> and I cringe, and I hold everything I have just not to hit him. I'm just going to walk by as I'm collecting firewood and just kind of, and that's what it's like to have a little brother. And just head off into the woods collecting wood. <laughs> I went, yo, I'm not that bad. Yeah, right. Sound pretty bad, to be honest. I'm going to set up my tent, by the way. I'll set up mine, too, after I get my cameras all set up. All right. So, so you got your, your cameras up, pointing outward at angles, uh, four of them, so surrounding the camp. Yep. You've got a fire. You've got your uh, tents all set up. Jeffrey has his uh, unobstructed view of the sky. More or less unobstructed. You know, just there, there are trees, but, but you can find an open, you know, I- enough of an opening to get, to get a good view. You kind of settle in for the night. Is there anything anyone wants to specifically do as, you know, this evening? After dark? Uh, the only thing I would probably do is make sure my phone is connected to the cameras wirelessly. So if something comes in range, I have it uh, just make an obnoxious uh, alarm sound. Okay. 
obnoxious alarm sounds that are, are good to have. Carla's going right. to make sure that her pistol is underneath her pillow while she's sleeping. I'm going to look for my shirt because apparently once we got to camp, mine, it disappeared. Okay. And after being all sweaty and whatnot, you know, I just, I glisten a little bit in the firelight, but. I and, wouldn't call it glisten. I call it, like, you look a little bit swampy. <laughs> moist. Oh, yes, I am moist. Not in a good way. Huh. You just make sure you stay in your hammock and stay away from my tent. Oh, my darling. The only reason I'd go near your tent is if you called out in distress. It would never happen. Huh. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, you, absolutely, you are an independent woman. You can see that right away. Okay. <laughs> I'm just glaring right. at you. I'm still looking for my shirt. Yeah. Well, not really. I'm going to take this opportunity to conduct some wood knockings. Oh. By striking my Louisville slugger against the nearest stoutest tree. And then I'll pause to listen for a response. Well, I'm going to have to dig out my phone because I recorded a response and we used it last time we were out and he did this. So I'm going to head off and get some wood and then semi quietly just walk off behind a thick grove of trees and wait till he knocks again. Okay. All right. And then turn the volume up on my phone a little bit and cup my hand over it so it sounds like it's a little ways away and wait for the call. All right. Sounds good. So you you do your you do another what you do another whack at the at the tree? Yes. Okay. I'll I'll play the the wood knocking back and then <clears throat> And um, everybody's silent. Carla's like snickering, <laughs> snickering inside my tent so he can't see. I'm going to respond to the Sasquatch's call. <laughs> and then I'll listen intently. <laughs> okay, change sound file to Sasquatch response. <laughs> <laughs> I believe um, that's a female Sasquatch. <laughs> Crappy speaker on the phone. Carla's yeah, having right. a hard time containing herself. And that'll make my, make my way back to camp and leave him frustrated when he gets no more calls. <laughs> I'll, I'll write okay. it down in my journal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and you don't get any calls, other any responses other than what you heard. <laughs> Clearly, uh, I was too fierce in my response. Scared the female Sasquatch away. <laughs> okay, so um, I want I want to know how what Jeffrey's doing during this. <laughs> oh, my head is like in the clear part of the tent, just peeking out, so you just see my <laughs> head wide eyed. <laughs> Every noise is made. Okay. Come back to camp with an armload of wood. Hey, did anyone hear anything out there? Yes. I think there's an animal or something roaming around out there. That's no. okay. If it gets close to camp, I'll shoot it. You, no, of course not. You must have dropped the wood. <laughs> Start breaking it over it my knee. the call of a female Sasquatch that you heard. Oh. Are you sure? I'm positive. Well. Won't that be an extra special day for you? Well, wouldn't be the first time. Of course. Oh, of course, of course not. 
I'm Mul stifling my laugh so you know that I'm not laughing. <laughs> that I thought what you just did was brilliant. Because I don't want you to know that it was brilliant. <laughs> Hiding my laughter so well. Uh, let me set a pot of coffee on the, uh, the fire. Break out an MRE. Set it in the heat pack. Pour a little water in there. Start warming up my food, my Wait, dinner. coffee at night? There's no bad time for coffee. Don't you want to sleep? I sleep just fine. There's a hardwiring issue right there. Just keep that in mind. If you say so, darling. Mm. Finish my 3,200 calorie MRE and half a pot of coffee and... <laughs> I'm gonna make my raviolis. <laughs> you know, okay. like when you shake it into the pot. The <laughs> 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 splat. The worst Dust by the fire. <laughs> I'll um, offer Scott some when they're done. He'll gladly take some. All some right. Uh, let me see. Um, <laughs> so aside from dinner, I don't think anyone's doing anything special. <laughs> all right. So that so that sounds good. That sounds good. So as you as you're all just kind of hanging out, doing your thing, you can hear you crickets and the um, you know all all, all the all the standard uh, nighttime noises. I'm going to go over and pick up my bow. Um, just set it in my lap like I'm doing routine maintenance. So I'm going to wax down the, the string, pull a couple okay. pull a couple of the arrows out, just lay them down, make, you know, and pull a small stone out and just brush it across the broad head tips a couple times. I was certain you were cricket hunting for a second. I was like, cool. I'm, I've been. Cricket <laughs> hunting. It's always important to make sure your equipment is in good working order. You never know when you might suddenly need it. Mm. Yep. That's a good point. Did you know crickets are a government experiment gone wrong? They're not even real. <laughs> well, for an experiment gone wrong, they taste really good when you skewer them and put them on a fire. I eat well, crickets too. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and with that... Scott will put in his earbuds and listen to Ghost Hunters USA podcast. I am going to very gingerly, which means like a swirl of chaos, climb out of my hammock and slink over to Scott. And I'm going to lean over him <laughs> while he's got his eyes closed, tap him on the chest so that when he opens his eyes... The first thing he sees is my face looming over over his. Oh. Well, my earbud. What? We need the fleer. The, the fleer. The fleer? Yes. The thermal imaging camera. Okay. What do you, why do we need it now? I saw a mist swirling about. Inside the mist was a man with a feather in his head. It's either a Native American spirit or a Pakwaji. A very small Sasquatch. I'll get the flair. Let's go. Where did you see this? And I'll I'll take him over to that to that area where I saw that form kind of take shape. Mm hmm. It's a good thing that you decided to make camp when you did because you're not all that far from from the shore of the uh, of the swamp. Uh, you can see that uh, there's actually a shore and there's water with cattails sticking up and and all of that. 
dead trees sticking out sticking out of the water at odd angles and that all, all that kind of stuff and alexander you, you you see this mist and and there's some kind of form there but as you get as you get near it and you, you're not picking anything up specifically on the flare and as you get closer it it sort of just kind of fades away and vanishes and Scott, you didn't see anything. You're not sure what he's looking at. There's nothing out here. I saw. I saw. That was a spirit taking form. I take his bag of chips and I throw it into the pond. Are you mad? It lands on the water. Little ripples go out. Um, it's just kind of floating there. Go to sleep. You need this is you need sleep. Or else you see things. Oh my god. And I turn around and I'll walk away. <laughs> I knew what I thought. There's nothing there. And you mustn't throw away my snacks. I have low blood sugar. You'll find me dead in this woods. We know that's not gonna happen. Jack will save you again. I shared my ravioli with you. We we need some rest. Or else you start to see things that ain't there. I know what I saw. What did you see? I saw a Native American man take shape within the mist. He was wearing hides and furs and the whatnot. And I was with you, right? Did I see anything? I don't know. Did you? No. You weren't paying close enough attention. I know what I saw. Sometimes I wonder about You it. should be more excited about this. Spirits everywhere. We're going to I, catch so many on camera. We, we will. That's what the cameras I have. No, we got stuff set up for that. Oh, no, I'm too excited. I don't know if I'll be able to sleep. As they're going about their business over by the edge of the swamp, I'm going to pull out my little um, LED uh, flashlight. And just as I'm getting up and stretching, and then I'm just going to flash it in the area where I thought I seen something looking back at me and see if I catch movement quickly. You think you do see movement, but it's hard to say um, because when you when you shine the light, um, you see a lot of shadows move around from, you know, because of the trees and brush and stuff like that. Well, I'm, I'm aware of that's going to happen, but I mean, if something's backing up or moving perpendicular to the light, there's going to be... Even though I don't see a form, there's going to be a very definite shadow moving in the background. So even if I don't right. see the exact form, I will see something moving if it's if it's going to you know quarter and move back away. Unless it's moving directly behind, you know, directly away, and no animal ever does that. They always quarter. They always go off on an angle. Okay, make a perception test. Ooh, that's plus three uh, perception. Perception, that's a good. So that's going to be a heroic. Ooh. Okay. So what what you see is really what you don't see. You don't see any animal heading off at an angle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what what you do see is where you thought you saw something was right beside a tree, and now you just sort of see that tree. Okay. 
<clears throat> Carla was just taking a break in her tent, leaning down, and all of a sudden, I hear, I hear like a, a, a growl coming from the left side of my tent. So I'm going to get out of my tent and bring my flashlight with me, and mm-hmm. I'm going to shine it into the forest where I thought I heard the growl. Well, it, you'll probably see Jack shine. I don't know if he's going to shine in the same area, but he's shining his flashlight. He's got 1,200 loom military issue he's, flashlight. I'm daylight, and he's probably pointing in a different direction. Yeah, I'm, I'm pointing guessing. in a different direction. direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of off in two different directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I see yellow eyes, Jack. Do you see? Do you see eyes? I see eyes looking back at me. I did see a pair of eyes. That sounded like a cat. But Blame. there are no big cats around here. Hmm. Different animals sound like different things. I mean, a fox yelping sounds like a crying baby. Right, but there's nothing that sounds like a growl that's coming from a large cat. Lots of things growl. Whether it sounds like a cat or not, I couldn't tell. I didn't hear it. I just know I've seen eyes. Mm. I think the rustling that we're hearing. I think the noises is, is is. I mean, it's it, 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 we're we're new to the area. A lot of the animals were on their their path. It's normal for them to come and check things out. So you shine a flashlight more often than that, that scares them away. And after a while, they stop coming. Fairly mm-hmm. commonplace in the woods. Should we make a loud sound to scare them away? Not necessary. Usually, the light's more than enough. Well, Carla's gonna take her flashlight and just yeah, just to make sure she scares away the cat if there is one. Okay. Oh yeah, wiggling lights. Yeah, that that's really effective. Okay, perfect. You're right on it. Works for me. <clears throat> And yeah, you, you don't seem to see it now. Um, so whatever it is must have gotten scared away. That's fine. I'll turn my flashlight off, and I'm I'm gonna mount that to the the uh, the counterweight on my compound bow, so I I I have that to use when I need it. And then I'll sit there and put you know I hear Alexander and Scott often over by the area over there still conversing. So I'm just gonna sit down and. Put my back to a tree and maybe, oh, there's my shirt. Well, drape my shirt over my shoulders. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's on a wood pile. Who'd have thought? Uh, and uh, go about um, throwing some wood into the, the fire and leave my boat rest across my lap and just kind of settle in like I'm going to sit there for a little while. Is there anything anyone else is going to do uh, that night? I will sleep. I so. Okay. Um, all I, right. I will do so, one more thing before you go. I'm going to check on, yes. on uh, Jeffrey. Okay. Hmm. Jeffrey, you haven't left your tent. Are you okay in there? He pops his head out through the clear opening. Yeah, I, I can see everything from here. Did you have something to eat this evening? Oh, I brought jerky. Three different kinds. Oh, excellent. Um, make sure you mix some fruit with that. Oh, dried fruit. I have that too. Thanks for the reminder. Dried or not, fruit would still work. And make sure you drink plenty of water. Yeah, I, I, I'll make sure. I purified it too at home. It's my own purifying system, but you can't trust what Britta makes because Britta's part of the government. <laughs> Do you have an ozonator? <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. Do I have that? Do oh, an, that? an ozonator. Oh, it runs ozone gas through it and kills off a lot of, not only does it kill off bacteria and whatnot, but it kills off uh, several toxins and. Any chemicals helps neutralize them. I need one. How do I get one? Do we have one here? We, we don't have one here, but they're really easy to make. Jack, can you not be a bad influence, please? Oh, 
I'm sorry, but this is, a, this is a very serious question. I'm gonna write it down. I'll make sure I get it next time. I'm gonna make sure all my blog, my blog uh, visitors know about that too. You should, it it is imperative to purify water by an ozonator is one of the easiest ways. Simple to make and does large quantities as well. Oh, okay, I'm gonna use that. I've been using uh, charcoal and then some rocks that I found in my backyard, <laughs> and then I run my feet across it to make sure that it gets everything out of it, and then it mostly comes out pretty clear. <laughs> make, make sure you put a layer of sand in there too. Oh, sand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it, that doesn't stop uh, Staphylococcus or Listeria, buddy. Uh, two of the most dangerous pathogens. You, you might yeah, want to look into that. that's what I got my toesies that. for. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. You might want to look into something like chlorine. But hey, you know, just, you know, just, throw, just go with the ozonator. You'll, you'll love it. Trust me. Look it up. When you get home, you're okay. going to love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, just, but I'm just checking on you, buddy. Just checking on you. I just want to make sure you're okay. I appreciate it. And then his head just pops back down away from the right. area. Yeah, walk away. Great. I'm I'm working with a with a, like a prairie dog here. He just, just pops his head up once in a while. Oh no. Just just, just, just yes. Okay, no problem. Okay. I'm gonna go All back right. to my, my little sitting spot and I'm done for the night. Thank God. It's my job to make sure everyone's okay. But so the night goes by, nothing else happens. And uh, morning comes, the, the fire's nothing but embers. Everything is pretty much as you had left it. I am going to go over the tree that I thought I'd seen something at the evening before. And I'm going to search. I didn't want to do it at night because it'll trample the area. But I'm going to see if there is actually any footprints or broken branches or anything that would show that there was a, a larger presence there. Uh, make a uh, survival. Okay, that is going to be a good. Good. There's signs that something had been there at some point, but it's hard to say what it really was, and it doesn't look like it was all that big. So um, it might not. It it might be a um, you know a, a red herring. Yeah, something like that. It may have been something that was hanging off the back of the tree, which is why the eyes were so high up. So mm -hmm. that's that's possible. So, all right, fair enough. Just one to one to verify. In the morning, I'll be um, retrieving the cameras, pulling the cards from them, putting new cards in, and, and swapping out batteries for next night's use. Okay. And I'm going to check my Pugwudgie habitat to see if anybody moved in, and that way I can. Utilize the Pugwudgie. Bring it into servitude, as the legends say. I'm going to walk over and watch Alexander um, do this little thing with his habitat. Because I can find it quite okay. interesting. So, so what, you, what, what you find is that uh, something did come to the, uh, to the habitat and kind of messed around with it, kind of tore it apart. You can see uh, tracks in the dirt around it. You can see um, tiny uh, humanoid feet, perhaps. No humanoid feet, but you do see um, what might be a raccoon. Hmm. Which he might actually interpret as humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> well, th th there is that. Yeah, I mean, you know, have you ever seen pug? Pugwudgy feet? Uh, no. Nor have I seen raccoon feet up close. So. <laughs> Certainly a Pugwudgy came. 
Alexander, I, we saw, you know, Jack and I saw eyes in the forest. I'm sure it was just a wild animal. Mm, Sasquatch is considered a wild animal, my dear Carla. And I did get a response from a female Sasquatch. I fear I may have... You did. Oh, that's right. I don't want to... Mm. With the ferocity of my, my Sasquatch You cult. definitely, definitely scared it away. However, the simple explanation for this damage to your habitat would be a wild animal that's a proven wild animal. There's no proof of your Pajawada thingy. It's a Pajawaji. Pajawaji. Pajawadas. Yes, but, uh, well, uh, several centuries worth of witnesses certainly only witnesses but no proof uh, I will have you know that there were stories about a race of giant apes that lived in the jungles of the Congo and they were believed to be falsehoods until the billy ape was discovered by westerners the what? the billy ape lion <laughs> killing chimpanzees man sized creatures Ferocious. Probably, uh, are you talking about like skeletons found of Neanderthals from back in the day? No, actual living specimens. We just have yet to find a Sasquatch or a Pagwaji alive. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Okay, Alexander. I'm going to walk. I'm going to turn. And I'm just going to walk away and let him have his moment. And I'm, I'm going to follow her <laughs> and go from anywhere from... Uh, Thunderbirds to Thylacines. Scott. To cannibals living. Will you reel in your pet? He's on his soapbox again. Um, Look at the the coelacanth. That was supposedly extinct and then they found him. Yeah, one freaking fish. What? Okay, reel in your pet. A relic population of surviving Neanderthals was found. In state parks. What if... That's where all these... Yeah, they're called frat boys. Wait, wait, wait. wait. (laughs) What if we forget about the Sasquatches for a minute and look for the people that are missing that we're actually here for? I don't see them around here right now. Because we're supposed to look for them. Well, we're going to. First, we must have a good breakfast. Alexander, put your tent away. (laughs) Uh, of, of course. And I'll start packing up my tent before I get yelled at. Carla already packed up her tent. Yeah, same. Jeffrey was doing all this while everyone else was going off and doing things. And I'll have a breakfast of cold coffee and a Pop-Tart. I'll hand Scott <laughs> the other one in the package. He'll take it. He's just in, just as bad elf, just about. For my evidence gathering, it seems like you have an awfully large intake of carbohydrates. Yes. Maybe you should yes, low blood sugar. Protein. Thank you, Scott. I do. It's a condition. There's other things that you can use to give your blood sugar. <laughs> like to a doctor t- to take care of the tapeworm? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go to tapeworm. Are you trying to seduce me, Carla? Um, quite the opposite. <laughs> quite the opposite. <laughs> Never on a research mission. I must remain extremely focused on the matter at hand. I'm going to walk away. (laughs) I'm walking away. I'm going to start looking. We had paths where those footprints were going, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to start. I think we should follow some of these footprints. Why don't we start following some footprints? Throw my backpack on, grab my bow. Yes, of course. Productive. And walk over yes, to where the trail ended and wait for everyone to form up. I'm sure right. Chris will be around momentarily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... Oh, yeah. He's, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot he was here. Probably forgot he was with us. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, that, uh, that happens to him a lot. <laughs> he didn't do much. The, uh, the march... <laughs> Um, the first day's march kind of wasted him. He was he was like sitting there rubbing his legs and kind of you know moaning throughout the evening while you guys were having your hijinks. And then he just kind of went in, went to bed early, and so now he's he's up. He stretches. He puts his stuff away. He cracks open an energy drink and um, and chows down um, one of those uh, power bar things and uh how you doing chris you still a little I'm, I'm, are you a little sore you okay yeah a little sore but i tell you but, what I, i'm gonna pull out my hydro flask pop that bad boy open here take a swig out of this oh god okay he takes the swig um that's jameson's irish okay, whiskey but, yeah he he coughs and splutters and chokes and um there you and, go, boy. Take the flask, close it up, pat him on the back a couple times. That'll loosen yep. you up, and then I'll head off on the trail and walk away from him. Leave him there choking okay. and sputtering. Okay. <laughs> and so um, what you find is the uh, the trail kind of heads over to where, that, where the shore to the water was, but then kind of follows along beside it for a ways. You know, it's big stagnant water with random dead lifeless trees sticking out of the water here and there. It's got cattails in abundance. You know, you, you see um, occasionally there's a little ripple where maybe a fish uh, uh, caught, caught a bug that was on the water, that was on the surface. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing. Um, there's, a, there's a Dorito package adrift in the water. Um, <laughs> and... Um, it, it looks like there might not be any Doritos left in it, but but the wrapper's still there. Um, and um, and you know it that that's that's what you got. Um, and so you're following it along, and you can sort of see that there's there is land on the other side here and there. Um, it gets wider at at some point, and then it starts to get a little bit narrower. You think there's like, like kind of an an outcropping of ground on the other side, that's making it kind of narrow. You know, it's it's just not a uniform thing. But eventually, you can see where the people you're following uh, had stopped and you know had inflated boats, and you can see where they were dragged to the water and and all of that. Okay. Then I'll pull the rucksack off that's tap that's uh, attached to my backpack. Pull out the three inflatable kayaks. Grab the um, inflator. It runs off of 4D batteries, and just plug one in there and turn it on and start inflating the uh, the first one. When it's done, I'll just systematically go through all of them and inflate all the the inflatable kayaks. I will advise everyone to not crash into dead trees. There's a 
a Kevlar lining on the bottom of these things to, you know, to avoid scratches and punctures. But if you run into something really hard, they will pop and you will swim. Each one will hold two people. Before we head off, though, do you have any of that tape so we can mark where we've taken off so we can find yes, our way back? Yes, reach in his pocket and pull out a about 15-foot roll. Just pull off like three feet and tie it to a tree. Pull it off three feet, tie it to a tree. Oh, my. What? We're going to go in the water. We are. No, we're going to go on the water. Maybe we should fetch your litter first. I only assume you're, that's where the, the Dorito bag came from. That wasn't me. That was Scott. That's bad for the environment. That was your Dorito bag. You took it from my hands. Literary. And threw it, cast it. It's a $500 fine. More importantly, the, the water. <laughs> going to be going into the water. On the water. On the water. It does not matter. It will if you're in the water. <laughs> oh, that doesn't make me feel very good. I'm sure you can swim. I... Every mammal learns to doggy paddle Alex once they're born. Alex has a fear of water. It's, it's, it's yeah, not wait so till you're downwind from him. You'll know that right away. Great. That's not helping Jack. Oh. <laughs> Myriad of stenches from your snacks. So, Carla, you uh, want to be a kayak mate? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. You're Excellent. my best option right now. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Carla looks around all of them before she says is, yes. She's like, I'm the best one here. <laughs> no, don't let that go to your head. Well, that's now. what I heard. <laughs> you can say anything you want, but that's what I heard. So how many kayaks did you? Three. Uh, in- three? Yep. Okay. And so uh, the two of you in one, and then uh, uh, two of you will be buddying up in another, and then one person goes alone. Well, we have Chris. We still have Chris with us, so that would leave six. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We have Chris. So, so no one... <laughs> Why am I the only one who remembers Chris? Oh, that's right, because it's my job to make sure everyone comes back alive. Okay, no problem. I got it. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I know Chris is. We'd leave him in the freaking woods. <laughs> very glad you're here. I would have been on the other side while you guys are... You know. <laughs> Uh, quietly whimpering next to the glow tape going, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. <laughs> no, I'll ride with Chris then. That's fine. Unless you two don't want to ride together. How are you feeling today? Alexander's a little shaky, I think. I'll, I'll be fine, of, of course. I'll, I'll be fine. Of course. I'll be fine. I, I guess I'm riding with him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> your your paddles are inside your boats. I'll take care of the paddling. Uh, that's good. I weak we're, shoulders. We're gonna, be, we're gonna be a little slower than you guys, but I think it's. I've always thought that. <laughs> <clears throat> oh boy! <laughs> I figured right. with with you teach me how to. You have kayak. you have yes. kayaked with me before. You know how to use a kayak. He doesn't. I am putting Alexandra under your charge, sir. I'm enjoying all of this. His life is in your hands while we're on the water. As he's saying but, hey, this, I'm crawling but, into the kayak. But but it, but he, I had his hands and knees. It's rocking back and forth. Stabilize it. Stabilize it. I'll reach over and I'll hold it so he could get in. <laughs> Jeffrey, have you kayaked before? Uh, yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) 
he says confidently. Yeah, we'll get across. I've been I've been on water before. I've been in water before, so I'm not worried if I fall in. <laughs> well, you just have to be careful of the fallen trees and the snags. They could hook your foot and hold you under. So just be careful. Don't thrash around too much. If you do go in the water, remain calm. I could feel Alexander's eyes as dinner plates staring at me as I'm addressing Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, just don't thrash around, um, you know, because it, it, it draws attention to other things in the water. I'm sure there's nothing really large, uh, aside from the water moccasins, the occasional timber rattlesnake. There, I, But we don't have to worry about caiman or alligators or anything like that. Fortunately, we're up in New England, I mean, really. Um, well, they have been known to release a few boa constrictors through here, but they, they only get about 12 feet long, so there's no big deal there. All right, so yeah, you should be fine. Just don't thrash around a lot, okay? Because you don't want to get your foot caught on like a snag or something like that, make things difficult, all right? So aside from that, you'll be fine. Yeah, please. What? Stop. Look at him. And I point to Alexander. Oh. Alexander, you'll be fine. You're with Scott. He finally is not talking. Do you for have? Once. Do you have? They have the, do you have your dry bag with you? Yes, of course. Can I use it? Okay. Here you go. I'll hand a dry bag. I to take him. it. And I put my back, my equipment, as much as I could fit in there, because I'm riding with Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Don't wear your backpacks. They get, they get laid down on the floor in front of you. Yes. You don't want to be top heavy. That'll make you fall over. And I'm going right. to break out my DEET and rub myself. And we're in a swamp. I'm going to rub myself down. Of course, I'm going to have to take my shirt off to do this. I'm going to uh, rub some DEET all over my legs and pull my shorts up and rub, make sure I get my thighs. And if you my get your neck sweaty bodice on me, I'm going to have a fit. I don't wear a bodice. It's going to make uncomfortable eye contact with Carlos. Carlo eye is you. twitching. Yes. My <laughs> eye is twitching. Because <laughs> I'm upset about your answer. And I'll, I'll, I'll hand you the DEET. Would you like some of this, dear? Yes. Spray myself down it's and then burn. throw it back it, at It's him. not a spray, sweetheart. It's a, oh. it's a cream. You need to rub it on. Okay. If there's okay. anywhere you can't reach, just let me know. I'm good. Thank you. All righty. Yeah. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are my kayak mate. Can you so go I... back to rowing while I do this, though? Oh, no problem. Being the more experienced, I'll have to be in the back and so I can steer from back here. Yeah. Carla's going to turn around and... to face Jack. It's tough to row that way, sweetheart. I'm not rowing. Well, all right. So, let her... She's sitting there. Yeah. Just, well, how else is she going to enjoy all of this? I mean... I just, okay. I have no problem. So, off we go. So, off, so off we go. So, everybody gets in and... And starts uh, canoeing. Uh, Chris points in the direction of that of um, the closer part of the shore, it, which is still a ways off, and that's where where we should make for. And you you get heading, and so uh, those of you who have any, let me see, survival. Can make a roll. You can make a survival roll. If you don't have survival, then you can make um, uh, agility. And I would think that everyone would have to make this roll. I rolled a great with my survival. 
So if you don't, yeah, if you if for survival, all you've got is just the standard four, um, then then I would say roll your agility instead. I got a good. Okay, good. You got fair on agility. Fair. Okay. Wow. They're fudge Alexander. Dice still, no. Alex still Alexander just zero. got fudged. <laughs> still roll all negatives, even though they're I fudge got, dice. I got a poor. <laughs> you got a four, okay? Yeah, I got and, a fair. Um, and you got a fair, okay? So the so um, the the person who desperately needed to make up for the poor got a fair. Um, all right. So um, and uh, I will roll for Chris. He rolled fair. And so and you rolled good, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. So you guys are going across, and you ha you definitely had to slow down. You're able to do okay, and you're able to make it across to the other side without much trouble. However, um, and However. Um, Jack, Jack and Jack and Carla, they just kind of. You know, they, they pass you like very quickly and and they just make for the other shore like like um, like bosses and, uh, and, and and they get there. They're waiting for you when when um, when you get there. Um, the third boat, however, the see at one point, <laughs> Jeff, you almost capsized. And the reason was because of the huge amount of splashing coming from the other side of you because um, a, a boat tipped over and um, splash Alexander goes you know like, like, like a dead weight into the water and um, and, and, um, and Scott uh, you met, you've fallen as well however you did manage to keep the dry bag of gear in, in your backpack in the boat. Okay. So the boat, did, the boat, you know, it's it's one of those things that wobbles around a lot if you start moving. So it, it wobbled, you guys fell out, and then it righted itself. You know, then it just kind of... And so now it's just sort of floating slowly away from you. Um, so what do you guys do? Uh, well, actually, um, you're going to have to try to swim. So, uh, <laughs> there is a swim skill. Yes, there so, is. Third from the bottom. <laughs> oh, no. What do you got there, buddy? Use that. Oh, Alexander. Just, that, I can only go up from here. Use that BSC, Scott. <laughs> Big Scott energy. Come on. Ooh. There you go. You're right. Wow. Scott, how do you do? It looks like he's going to live another day. Um... I got a fair. You got a fair? I got a fair. I started terrible, so that was pretty good. <laughs> okay. I right. yell, a bow constrictor's got me. <laughs> and I just slap the water. And Scott Benson, how did you do? I got a mediocre. A mediocre. <laughs> so somehow, uh, somehow the, 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 the professor who uh, doesn't know how to swim at all is managing to stay afloat uh, better than uh, Scott. 
I don't think anyone needs to roll to see if you notice this going on <laughs> because of the noise they're making. So yeah, you you see you see the boat going farther from them. Jack, and your brother looks like he might be in distress. Did we make sure, or are we still in the water? Uh, Carla and I. To, you made it to shore, but but I would say you have not gotten out of the boat yet. Okay. Um, I'm going to grab the gear that's in front of me, huck it onto the shore, yell, Carla, get out, quick. Oh, I'm already out. And I am going <laughs> to backpedal and beeline back for them. Okay. Bye. I'm um, swimming, in air quotes, <laughs> towards Scott. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling, I'm coming to save you, in between retching because I swallowed like swamp art. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get parasites. And uh, Jeff, what do you plan to do? We need to save two people. We have two boats. We're gonna need them both out there. Part of me just wants to take my flashlight and just like do Morse code for here. So like give them a place to go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I should. I should get. Let's get Chris off the boat. I'm gonna do the same okay. thing, and I'll go All help right. out. So that way, we've got. So, so Chris uh, splashes to the shore as you um, as you uh, uh, change change route and head out after them. Okay. Help! Jack, who are you trying to maneuver to? My brother. Okay. So you can see Jack is already like halfway there, Jeff. Um, you can see he's heading straight to uh, Scott. Um, so, you know, if you want, you can turn to uh, to Alexander, who is flailing his arms madly in an attempt to uh, swim to Scott. And fend off the boa constrictors. <laughs> and fend off boa constrictors and, and, and spit swamp water out of his mouth and nose. I'd like to go just behind Alexander and like hang out and watch him kind of struggle a little bit because he's surviving. He's fine. <laughs> just, but like, you know, you, you learn from your mistakes. Throw a kid in the water and let him teach him to swim. That's what I'm doing. I'm like being a good parent right now. Kick your feet. Kick your feet. <laughs> but I'll have the oar out just in case he needs to grab it. <laughs> well, my stamina is fair. So, yeah, yeah. Once your head goes under the first time, I'll grab you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, that that does bring bring up something. I'm gonna have both Alexander and Scott um, make a stamina test to see um, how long you can keep up your attempts at swimming before you before it starts the water starts to win. Before your stomach is three fourths filled with swamp water. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the swamp is winning. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, I got a mediocre. Yay! A mediocre. Okay. I got a great. And you got a great. Okay. Farewell, my friend. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean you figured out how to swim. It does mean that that you're managing uh, to stay alive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're, you are you are uh, keeping your head miraculously above the water. However, Alexander has stopped moving towards you and is and is now um, at risk of, of going under. He's, he's self-preservation <laughs> mode. 
My hat's floating. <laughs> he just sucked in some more water, Jeff. Um, yeah, he, he's not... Okay, it's time. Let's pull him in. It's time. <laughs> okay. It's okay. So, um, so, all right, so you grab him and you go to pull him in. Alexander, why don't you make a will to, to see if you can uh, resist panicking? Uh, because you do have a phobia of water. Um... <laughs> BSE, BSE, Big Scott Energy. I got a great. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're, you're able. You're able to muster yourself because because help has arrived. One and, uh, bony hand reaches out towards <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> covered in green moss. And, uh, and b- between Jeff pulling on one arm and you uh, grabbing onto the boat with the other, you're able to kind of flop yourself in. And just kind of lay there like a slug spitting water out of your mouth. And um, <laughs> uh, so, so you're in. So you're in the boat. Uh, Jack, you uh, show up at your brother. Your brother is above water, but uh, he's he's not making any progress at swimming. I that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up alongside of him. I'm gonna grab him by the scruff of his neck. And go, hold your breath. And I'm going to push him under the water, then yank him as hard as I can up and just flap him up onto the boat. <laughs> I'll use brawn if I have to. I, and that's you exactly what I do. Brawn. Yeah, use your brawn. Make a brawn roll. Because because that, that's all strength-based. That is going to be a superb. Oh, yeah. Hey. yeah. So you do it pretty much as, as you said. And, and you just kind of haul him right up onto the boat. Grab his and feet, swing him around <laughs> yeah. so he's not dangling, and then I'm going to paddle to get the other boat. And, you, and I'm going to say, you get had to put boat. me with Alexander, didn't you? Yes, I did. All right. So you, so you, so you managed to get the other boat. Jeff, you managed to, uh, to uh, steer yours back to shore, to the, the far shore, and you get the other boat. You know, this takes some time, but you manage to all end up on shore. Uh, some of you more wet than others. I would strongly suggest you strip down to your BBDs and check your body for leeches. For what? Blood-sucking leeches. Oh, my. It looks like a, a giant, firm snot. They can get up to about six inches long. <sighs> I can only imagine the parasites and tapeworms that are moving their way through your intestines right now. Yeah, you're going to want to find those you leeches. Drink that water without a Sawyer straw. There's actually one kind of leech that the only way it can reproduce is by crawling into the anus of the rhinoceros. It's it's fascinating. And Dick crashed almost a foot long. I mean, just, but thank goodness there's nothing like that here. But you're going to want to check your body for leeches. And I'll pass out. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yes! Stay tuned for next week's episode of The Unexplained, The Hawk.